so episode one, Vipan, it's me and you, mate. We're here to talk informally about a few subjects. Um, it's a real pleasure, mate, to always have a chat with you. So to be able to record these is a good thing. And today we're going to talk about resilience. Gosh, heavy. Heavy. Um, but as, I just, as off air, I just said, you know, you're the resilience guru. Um, you know, I, like, I, like, I don't like that word. I don't like the word guru. No, I don't like the word guru either. Because it just implies I know it all. And, and, I, and, I, and I definitely don't. So something I, a guru would say. that's what a guru would say no but a guru would say i'm not a guru yeah it it implies that you 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 have this font of knowledge that you know no one else is ever gonna get to but i think that's the thing about you and i is that we realize it's that we it's just our life experiences and then we we're quite um that's what i think helps us be unique but stay grounded as well that we can we we can share all this information but it doesn't make us as it were um i think some people think themselves as special if they have that bit of knowledge but i think i think the difference is that you and i want to share that knowledge with people um and i guess that's why i'm, I'm a i cringe when that word is used um and because then it puts expectations as well doesn't it but, but Vipan, and I guess my first question is, and I'll make a comment before I ask the question, you are, in my opinion, you are qualified to talk about resilience. And my question would be, and I guess it would be the question of anyone who's sort of sussing out who Vipan Mani is, you know, what are your, what are, what's your resilience qualification? I, I, I guess you didn't get it from a university. You didn't go and get a certificate to, that, that qualified you to be resilient. And I, you know, what 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 qualifies someone to be resilient and to be able to talk about resilience well, that's a fair point and it's a fair question i mean why 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 i believe i can talk about resilience so much is based on my own life experiences just as and i think i've i i guess the last decade has seen me and you know what is resilience first of all so you know it's the it's getting we all we all need to be resilient because if we don't if we're not resilient you can see people stuck in a rut and whatever whatever's happened to them they're stuck in a rut simon and you you've seen those people and i have seen those people they can't move on in their lives something's happened to them um it could be a health issue and even even you know i meet people a lot of people even you know i went to it's quite bourgeoisie. I went to a wine club. <laughs> I'm not sure she's going to make it into the edit. But at the wine club, this guy comes to me and he's had a heart attack. And um, okay, he's, he's, a, he's a lot older, but you can see from the look of his face, he's got fear. He doesn't know what to do, Simon. And, and, and then and he comes to me and he whispers to me, he goes, I hear, I, I hear you've, uh, you've, you've had several heart attacks. What's your secret? Well, secret of what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, how, how come you're still smile? I get this question. Oh, I get a, when people hear about what you've been through. They say, "Why do you smile so much? Why well, come you can still smile?" I think it's it's it's. There's no magic about it. I think so. I've learned a lot of things. I'm not always smiling. It's just I've been through a lot of sh- a lot of uh, dark times. You can say shit. I, I can say shit. I've been through a lot of shit. I mean, you have, but we 
I think you learn. I, I read somewhere if you, you know when you when you face a dark corner and and you're in that corner and it's completely black, you've got to find a way out. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck there the whole life. And I've been in those corners like you have. You've got to think. And what I've done is I've actually been through those periods and 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 looking back, and I've actually taken the time to actually understand myself. And I've also tried lots of things. Not not everything's been successful. But then I've sort of thought about it and I've put put it together. This is what I think it's clicked with me. Then thinking to myself, um, what has actually worked here and, and why did it help me and how did it help me? And I've put that together in that in, the, in a course that I've developed. But um, it's about being curious, to be honest with you. Um, and everything that we've learned, you and I have learned, is about being curious. So I'm resilient because we've both been curious and we've both been able to understand what's happened to us and come through it on the other side and move on with our lives. And I guess that's why um, I feel I have that element of resilience and the same as you. And you you could talk about that same experience as me from, a you know, your own personal experience. And you've come through really dark periods, but you've you've been we've both been in 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 a, in a, a sort of a near bottom place rock bottom and then we've managed to come up and and not only that we've grown as a result of it so it's not just about coping with what we've been through um it's about learning from it and actually make us better people i think this is this is the key to it for me if i i you hear this simplistic term of resilience is you know, like, I wish I had a ball here. I could show it. <laughs> but bounce the ball and that's it. Oh, you can bounce back. It's not about bouncing back as such. That's a very simplistic element. I mean, you, you, A, you're not a ball. But <laughs> secondly, <laughs> you know, you, you're not an inanimate object. You you do have feelings and thoughts um, and you're a sentient being. But it's it's about you're not the same person. And this is a key mistake a lot of people make. And, and because how, why do I say that with such authority? Because that's exactly the mistakes I made when I say this is, you know, how perhaps what you should consider is because I've been and made those mistakes. I mean, trying to do the same thing for many years, not recognizing the importance of, of what's happened to you um, is a recipe for disaster. And, and I've been there and done that. Thank you very much. So I'm trying to help people avoid those same mistakes. Is it the same as you? Yeah, so that's why I feel uh, it, uh, you know that why why I feel I can talk about it is um, just because of what we've I've learned basically over the last decade. Yeah, I like that a lot, Vipan. And there's a few things that come to mind there. One is you know people, well, there's two things. Number one, you you you've survived three heart attacks. I'm in recovery for for, for alcohol addiction. And it's a lot more complicated than that than just simply, you know, there's a lot more to it than that. But actually, um, everybody has that story. That's the one thing that I've that's been blown me away is everybody has a story with grief or suffering, addiction, heart attacks, loss. Um, you know, even if it's just the loss of a job or of a dream, but loss of loved ones. And this is the playing field that we find ourselves playing on is the Buddhists call it samsara. And samsara is the place where there's there's extremes, you know, there's life and death and birth and happiness and sadness and there's duality here. And I, 
I used to think I was special. I used to think I was special because my sister died of cancer or because I lost my cricket career. And then I, when I got out of my own stuff, I looked up and I realized everybody's had a story with cancer. Everybody's failed at something. Everybody's confused. Everybody's um, doesn't really know what's going to happen. There's a lot of uncertainty globally, financially, and we are all in this together and bringing it back to Buddhism, you know, Mahayana Buddhism means Mahayana means the big boat. And they, they talk about compassion being the understanding that we are all in this big boat together on these rocky seas. And so what you said there about qualifying to talk about resilience was interesting because it's not just about being on the boat with everybody. There's understanding you're on a boat. There's navigating the seas through experience. There's so much more to it that someone can, and people, you know, there's another saying, the other thing that came to mind, which was we don't go through the storm. We grow through the storm. People think you, you can, you go through something. They don't, we've spoken about this before that you, they don't realize that, failure is feedback and resistance is uh there's another great quote i saw the other day which was um challenging times make strong men you know or something like that you know like the stoic mm-hmm. philosophy and for me resilience yeah. and what what qualifies me what qualify okay what makes me want to listen to you talk about resilience isn't that you survived three heart attacks it's it's actually the decisions you've made afterwards to understand your experience, to extract the wisdom, to connect with your own sense of meaning and then decide to be of service. That's what qualifies me because resilience is almost like, okay, we've been through this storm. I nearly died. What can I learn from it? I think tr- people who aren't resilient are the people who go through the storm and then they sit in the corner waiting for the next storm to come and they don't use their experience for good or something like that. Yeah. And, and it's, and some people are staying in that storm and believe they're in a storm for the rest of their lives, Simon. And, and they just, they feel self pity and think that they lose hope. I think this is the key. One of the key aspects of people who don't get through the storm is they lose hope. And, and, and I, and, and I, I firmly believe we, you can't go through life unless there is some element of hope. But and this, and I like your the way you mention that we all go through a storm. But sometimes people might have forty years or something, and they don't have a storm. You know, I've I've just met some friends who's who've had a really great life, and everything's just gone so well for them. Um, but something's really happened to one of their children this week. And I'm not, and, it, and it's just, it's the, the child, the child, the young man has had a serious, has got a serious illness, Simon. But uh, mm-hmm. it's absolutely thrown the parents. The the mother is just beside herself, and I can see that she, she's she's needed medication. She's just, and although she, she's not coping, Simon, and because they haven't been through this, they might have. They just haven't, uh, to me, it just seems clear that they haven't had that storm hit them before. And it's the same for a lot of young people. They, they go, Some people go through life up until early 20s and they've been brilliant academically, have had nothing but success. But, you know, he, I think Ferguson said, you, you know nothing until you've failed. Or, you, yeah. Because then you learn. So failure is really important um and it's a key part of philosophy but it's those as you said yourself it's what are those lessons that you learn 
when you're in that storm, Simon. Yeah. So resilience is about learning and growing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it is. Um, and I, um, you know, we only have half an hour here to talk about this subject. And I, you have a course and there's lots of videos. This is what, you know, I'll, I'm going to direct people to you and your courses and your videos. And resilience is a very vast subject, isn't it? I mean, you've identified you know, over a dozen traits of resilient people. There's current attitudes that people have that lead them to not be resilient. Like it's a really complicated subject and they, and you have to know quite a lot about it to even be resilient. That's what I've learned from you in the last, in the last since I've known you is resilience is a skill that's cultivated through awareness and through understanding. You know, you have to know yourself to be resilient. I think that's the thing yeah. I'm learning. You have yeah. to really know who you are to be resilient you're right simon you're absolutely right i mean resilience there's, there's a whole there's a number of features that make you resilient and actually knowing yourself and what you stand for those are two key elements so we go I go you know i don't want to talk about the course in detail but yeah i talk people through that but it is unless you know yourself and a lot of the issues that people face and their beliefs come from childhood so we, we explore that we explore limiting beliefs for example and we go through that but uh, yeah a lot of resilience comes from um you start by understanding how you behave and how you behave comes from what you believe and what you believe then goes a step further is what you've been told to believe um as a child or uh, growing up by influential people such as your parents and teachers yeah. and we go through life on that autopilot in our heads thinking i am this i am that i can't do this i can't do that and that makes you behave in certain ways simon um and i try and deconstruct that in so far as getting people to to understanding what is it that they think they are and aren't yeah um and then it's not about what you aren't it's about in fact who you are and what are the positives so trying to understand what you what strengths you have as well is just and possess is just as important actually um, so there's a whole element of of going right back to your roots, though. Yeah, from trying to understand why do you behave in a certain way? What 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 is the root of that behavior? Yeah, definitely. And there's a definite character traits, but it's and the other really important point that you've just said is that it is a skill. It's it's we're not born with resilience. We're not born come out of our mother's womb being resilient or not being resilient. And maybe, you know, studies have shown that genetics only plays, plays, you know, they've done studies on twins, for example. <laughs> Interesting for you. Yeah, yeah and you. Maybe, yeah, and me, 20, 20 odd percent, um, 25 percent are, are maybe the traits are inherited. So if your parents are really resilient, there's that element. But the 75 odd percent is what you learn. OK, so it is a skill, as you've rightly said, and um pointed out that you 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 not only do you, do you learn and you can you have to learn uh to, resilience is a skill but it's it's you have to practice it as well like any skill you know like cricket everything sports and whatever if you just think today god I'm, you know i've got through this problem and you don't practice maybe maybe you will erode that resilience so there's there's a number of things about resilience that it is not fixed in time hmm. And I think people should also realize that, you know, you think you're resilient. Maybe you're resilient at work. 
and you cope with everything that happens to you at work pretty easily and you can get through relative stressful periods in your life at work and some people you see them and you think wow that doesn't affect you look you can talk to look what happens to you look at the stresses you face and yet you can just flow through life it doesn't seem to affect them but then at home they might have come they might be totally non-resilient at home yeah. life their home and personal life and they can't establish relationships yeah um and they don't have a friendship circle yeah. or a meaningful friendship circle so their personal life they're totally non-resilient so it is multi-dimensional and and people also they fit up and you know you and i have talked about this as well there is a scale of resilience so it's like a continuum as it were um to all star trek fans um <laughs> i like that and i like i like you talking about resilience and like different areas there's a couple of analogies which i've learned along the way one of them is you know like the rope that they use to pull boats is made of different strands of rope and if one of them gets frayed, it puts pressure on the other ones. There's a guy in Bali who taught me that one, which was quite good. And, I like that. Yeah. And the other one is um, all the old Greek buildings with the pillars of the building. You know, you've got 12 pillars and the 12 pillars are there to hold the weight of the roof. And if one of the pillars, it puts the other 11 pillars under stress. And I think that that's a really interesting point because, well, actually, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm resilient in so many ways. Um, just as I stop check while you were saying that, I was thinking there's areas of my life where I'm extremely resilient and there's other, way, other ones where a light breeze collapses me, you know, like there yeah. are areas. And I think that if I look at my life as a whole, it's about having a general level of resilience because from a risk perspective, certainly as a father or as a, or as a leader or someone who has responsibility, it's important that I, I have a general level of resilience rather than I'm really resilient in these five areas, but these five areas, because at some point those five areas will come under strain. This is the thing about life that I, I knowing that it's, the Buddha said life is suffering, you know, and Jesus is the, you know, the Western archetype is a man who's been nailed to a cross. There's no religious or spiritual teaching that teaches that life is a big fluffy cloud right there's mm -hmm. nothing there i mean that's some that in hinduism nirvana is something to be attained right you're meant and so knowing that life is suffering we sit here right now and we go that everyone you know certainly the people who are older than us are going to die right my parents my dad's alive my stepmom's alive but i've already said goodbye to my mum. you know um and you could go even deeper and go well actually today i'm going to get in the car i don't know what's going to happen you know, there's an, there's an, there's, there's lots of values that come from a more mature worldview. One of them is gratitude because you'd be grateful for what you've got. And I know gratitude is a really important part of resilience. Yeah. But also resilience becomes this sort of thing, which is like, it's not about being resilient over what happened yesterday. I can see it go, God, I'm so resilient because I'm, I'm in recovery. Well, that's gone. It's really about when's the next challenge going to come because life will bring, the storm will come. Yeah. You know, if it's not here already, you know, the, the storm will come. Co you know, COVID came, right? COVID came and highlighted where, where we were all weak and not as resilient. Wow. We're more yeah. resilient for it, but the next COVID will come. Financial crashes come, death comes, illness comes. And so it feels to me that 
especially the people who haven't had hardship, should be becoming resilient because the storm will come. You know, if you've got a flimsy little house and you live in the middle of, I'm trying to think of somewhere in America where there's tornadoes and there hasn't been a tornado. It's like um, the thingy fault New line. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah New Orleans. It's, or it's like the fault line, the San Andreas fault line, right? Mm. It's like that. Yeah. hasn't been an earthquake for a while, but the earthquake will come. And yeah. so you can sit there on a house that, that can't cope with it and you don't have a shelter or a plan. But to be truly resilient also means to be aware of the future as well as have integrated lessons from the past. I totally, yeah, very, 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 very good point, Simon. I think that's why I feel, you know, when I said resilience, um, you can be resilient at a point in time, but to, you, you need to practice and... Um, and develop habits and it's about growth so you you still have to uh develop habits frankly and about to maintain resilience to be honest this is what it means it means you develop healthy good habits and you mentioned one of them is expressing gratitude and um there's there's a number of habits and it's a way of thinking as well so i mean and that takes practice for example um some people talk about uh let's say optimism optimism is really important optimism isn't about looking through rose-tinted glasses as 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 you and i have had a previous discussion about that it's it's about how you deal um with when when you face things and, and it's a way of looking at life is life full of is it life full of if you, something happens to you do you look at it from a you can look at it from a pessimistic attitude that Oh, it's bound to happen. It's my fault. It was I deserve nothing better. Or you think, well, gosh, that was unfortunate, but it's only temporary, and I can get over this, and let's move on. It's just, it's you, you view things as a temporary, and if things are happen to you that are, are bad, it's a temporary setback. It's not a permanent. Uh, it's not permanent. It's not a stain on you. Things. So you know, it's a way of thinking, optimism. But you know, at, but you have to. Do, that takes time to change your thinking processes and first of all as we've talked about already you've got to understand it how do you actually talk to yourself do you do you actually think and think i mean so if something bad happens and um, what is the first thing that you think about is it do you automatically blame yourself or is it do you look at external factors so that's a you know that which are beyond your control by the way so you you couldn't control whatever happens to you or happened to you in a lot of instances but even if things are your fault, there's no point. I think a word I'm getting, I like um, is called rumination. Mm. So you 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 dwell on that fact or that point and that self blame for for I don't know. You persevere in that thinking process. Is a bit okay if it's happening. It's your fault. But you if, by saying that and contemplating that for you know you could sit on there for weeks and months doesn't really alter the fact that it's happened. So you've got to you've got to have a strategy and and deal with it and then move on and as you said before as we talked about what have you learned from that if it is your fault you yeah. want to do things that it doesn't happen again um, so I think this is a key part of being resilient yeah um, definitely optimism as well as some of that important habits and I like the word gratitude so for me um, every day I, I try and spend a bit of time at night um, in a in a quiet space just getting my pen and paper out in a journal and, and writing things, what, what's happened and what, how do I feel? And, but also just, I always finish the day. We are saying, what, what is the, 
what was what's the what's the 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 best bit of the day what's been the happy moment of today yeah so there is but if you think through things there has something nice has happened to you but most of us don't actually think about it do we we just go to bed thinking oh that was a shit day no in fact no it might have been a bad day but however there was one point in the day where you actually did enjoy uh, it's company of someone it's not strategy. hard to find if you look it's i think we're not wired I don't know what it is about the reptilian brain, you know, the ego, whatever it is, but we're not wired to see it. I don't think we have to practice it. I think gratitude, you meet people who are inherently grateful, but they are few and far between. I think most people have to practice gratitude. I know I do, you know, and it's not hard to find it when you, it's that shift in perspective. Often I, I heard something uh, uh, recently. I told you about Jordan Peterson real short on YouTube. He just said, there's a tribe in Nepal that in the morning, the men climb up, climb up the side of a mountain, no, a volcano. They climb up the side of a volcano, which is spitting sulfur. And it erupted not long ago, and it could erupt any moment. They then abseil down the inside of a volcano while it spits sulfur. Wow. Sulfur can hit them and give them third degree burns or just kill them straight out. They've got a rag over their mouth to stop them breathing in the sulfur. And if they breathe it in, they'll, they'll probably get lung cancer at the best. Worst is their lungs will just burn in their chest and they do it to grab a piece of, of um, crystallized sulfur to bring it out and they sell it for a couple of dollars and that sustains their family for a month. He tells this story and then he goes, that's not your life. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's not your life. And I've been thinking about that recently because challenges come, you know, if anybody who's in, Anybody who has a family or has responsibilities, has children, has a work, the challenges come or even has an internal condition, you know, has, you know, everybody finds life pretty hard. I would say it's internally just quite confusing, you know, certainly as a man, the sense of responsibility for my family, not just the happiness of my family, but the well-being and the, and the provision and the protection. And, but ultimately, I'm not, that's not my life. You know, and, and it's not hard to come up with a lot of those examples, but I, I'm really, I have to train myself and I'm not very good at it to be grateful. Um, and gratitude, the more that word, I explore that word, the more I think resilient, you know, gratitude is a precursor for everything positive, you know, resilience, happiness, meaning, you know, to be truly grateful. And on that, I'm really grateful to be on this call with you, but we have to, uh, we have to wrap it up. So that's our little short, short little resilience chat. I like it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we just started touching the subject, but there's so much more to say. But again, I'm sure we'll come back to it other times, won't we? Well, I think a lot of these chats, Pan, they're all going to merge into one. I mean, the next, the next thing I'd like to talk to you about is failure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, I think on our next chat, let's talk about failure. You know, and I think that it's a flow on. It's a flow on failure as as a means of um, learning and growing and failure and success, uh, failure and resilience are, are completely intertwined with each other. So yeah, I think there's a massive link there, Simon. Yeah, massive definitely. Link. Like, you know, yeah. And gratitude and failure. So the way that I see these chats is, um, you know, we'll set it up for the next one. And um, so, right. We'll say goodbye to the viewers now. Do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye viewers. <laughs>